we've got the Open. The Open starts this week, the 2019 Open. And so what I thought we'd do is we would just break that apart for people for a variety of different reasons. we got a lot of new people in the gym who may not know what the Open is. Yeah, so let's start first with the goal. Like, at the end of the day, we want to make this fun. We want five weeks of harder workouts, more energy, camaraderie, community, all of the above. And so we want we wanted to create something that utilizes, I mean, we've always made a big deal about the Open, but we really wanted to make it very all-inclusive so ev everybody could have a chance. And you know, I think the interesting thing, and what it sounds like to me is, no matter your skill level, the only way you hurt your team is if you don't do the workout, right? You're exactly right. Because I saw, that's one of the things that might be undervalued right now is it's not the person who has the first places. You know, everybody's going to produce points for their teams simply by participating. All right. What's going on, Charlie? Chris, thanks for having me in this beautiful home. You bet. these flowers, the balloon. It feels like, man... Easter is here. It's great, Easter's man. Been decorating. It's great. Those who don't know, we're on location. The Building Better podcast. We're on, on location, location today. The world-renowned RPC Rea Performance Center sits about thirty feet to my left over here. So those of you uh, who I'm sure you've heard of it, who hasn't heard of the RPC? Um, Can you we, tell right me what there. happens in the RPC and, and where that came from? <clears throat> well, what happens is you know it's like Vegas. What happens in the RPC? stays in the rpc <laughs> so um yeah the rea performance center is just the uh just the gym i put together several years ago uh when i started crossfit back in 2010 i kind of did the math and i thought you know I, for for one month or for 12 months of paying it back back then it was, it'll seem really cheap now it was, it was 99 dollars. i could put you know pretty much my entire gym in my garage and so I did that. So I, I started CrossFit at Affiliate for maybe three or four months, and then I, I worked out for about a year in my garage when I lived in Paraland. What programming were you following? CrossFit.com. Wow. I was CrossFit.com, and I did that to a T. Yep, I did that every day. Every, every day? day? Every day. Well, you know, when I rest on Sunday, I think I worked out every day back then. But that was, you know, sometimes those workouts, as you know, were just five sets of three deadlift, you know? Yeah. Other times yeah, so you could do it. And now – was this was this something I saw on social media? But was the RPC in the Brazil qualifier recently? Yes, yes. We had to pull out all the stops for Josh, <laughs> and so we knew that if if I could get now the RPC was booked that day, but I moved some things around and I got him in, and uh, and you can see the mojo because you know what. What a lot of people don't know about that is that he needed to get that 317, which is if, – if you've seen that video, and what we're talking about is the the Brazil qualifier for Josh Godinez, who recently made a – as most of you probably know listening to this – made a qualifier event, which is phenomenal. Um, but what people don't know about that video, one, he was struggling with a bad knee. So he had a bad knee that he could barely walk on that morning. And after talking with his coaches earlier that day, they basically said if he doesn't get that 317, he's not going to qualify. And wow. so um, I don't know if he knew that. I mean, I think we kept it from him. I think maybe he knew that. But and, and so when he hit that 317, we knew I, we all kind of knew in our head that he punched his ticket to go. So that was the crazy eruption of excitement so that awesome, you saw. Man. So. And and definitely the RPC had a little something to do with you it. You bet. You bet. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Charlie, we got an exciting week coming up this Big week. Time. Big time. So 
We've got the Open. The Open starts this week, the 2019 Open. And so what I thought we'd do is we would just break that apart for people for a variety of different reasons. we got a lot of new people in the gym who may not know what the Open is, but then we got a lot of changes this year with the yeah. Open and it, everything it, going on. So. I'm looking forward to just talking through this because it is crazy. You know, the Open started 2011, and the, the world of CrossFit has changed so much since then. And I feel like, especially this year, you know, we went to the games, and I think it was shortly after that that they kind of completely just – changed a lot of things or what felt like a lot of things, but primarily the open and the regionals and, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I haven't had a chance to talk through it on, on a podcast. So Mm -hmm. this will be exciting to kind of talk through that and talk about what we're doing at the gym. So, yep, absolutely. All right. So let's talk about, for those people who don't know, we got a lot of brand new people at the gym. They may start with the six week challenger, six week challenge. Talk to me traditionally about what the open is, the format, you know, how it works. Yeah. So CrossFit open actually started because the CrossFit games wanted to include, uh, everyone and give them an opportunity to qualify and compete in the CrossFit games. So giving a little back history. So the CrossFit Games started in 2007, it was a lot like a BCS classic. Anybody could sign up. Um, anybody could compete. I think they had probably close to 200 participants. It was at a ranch. Then the following year, it was the exact same format, 2008, and same number of participants, little bit more momentum, but it just got a little bit more attraction via YouTube and different videos. That was the year that really kind of launched and went into, uh, I would call it now, like a, a huge event. And then there was regionals all over that would allow people to compete the CrossFit Games, which in 2009, it was at the ranch again. A lot bigger event, a lot more people, a lot more traction. Following the next year, 2010, it was at the Home Depot Center, which became the StubHub Center. But CrossFit started noticing that you could actually, that that a lot of people were missing because I competed, for example, that year at regionals. But in order to compete at regionals, I had to compete at sectionals, which would have been about two to three months before regionals. It was a qualifying event. A lot of people couldn't make that event. Maybe you had a wedding, maybe you had something going on. So it it excluded a percentage of people that wanted to do it but couldn't. Well, in 2011, they launched the CrossFit Open. And it was a giant shift because it took the sectionals, which were very successful events. And by this point, you know, two, three years into the sport, uh, CrossFit had really figured out they had something that they were growing and putting a lot of attention and energy towards and uh, the open actually took away from the sectionals because sectionals was a great event and it was a lot of fun and as you know chris when you compete at an event it's a lot different than when you compete at your Mm -hmm. gym maybe for like an open workout so um, but the open did make numbers go up so they got more people i think it was about thirty-eight thousand people in 2011 and then it really just every year since kind of just grew and grew and grew. And I think last year they had 300,000 people that participated in the Open. So the Open consisted year one of six workouts. It was six weeks. I don't know if you remember. Yep, they had I some website issues. Yep, yep. We actually, that. week one went for two weeks That's because right. That's right. the yeah. whole platform, you know, Crashed. bonked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they, they kind of narrowed it down to five. So it went from six to five, but it was five consecutive weeks that would test more of, I would call it like a, general baseline fitness. Now there were some advanced skills, but 
you're talking about a lot of AMRAP, so as many rounds as possible workouts. They, I think three, four years into the Open was the first time they released like a four-time workout. Mm -hmm. And also they released a weightlifting workout, you know, around 2014 mm -hmm. or so, 15. But for the most part, it, it's just, you know, looking for the most well-rounded athlete. It's a good preliminary test. It's, mm -hmm. not, it's not the regionals and it's not the games because in those events, you're squeezing those five or six workouts or 10 plus workouts into a weekend or a week. The Open actually is testing five different workouts over five weeks. The Open is going to be five consecutive weeks starting this coming week. CrossFit will announce a workout on Thursday night. We will do the workout in class on Friday. And then we have until Monday night to submit our scores to the, the CrossFit website, CrossFit Games website. The way we're doing it and kind of giving a little bit of a difference is you don't necessarily have to sign up for the CrossFit Games registration you can and then you'll be ranked according to your age group or your division worldwide but we're going to do an affiliate cup so everybody who signs up for our affiliate cup will actually still do the workouts on friday they can make them up on monday they'll still have to follow the same rules and have the workout done by monday night and then we'll do that for five consecutive weeks they'll be giving their teams points and then from that point we'll come up with an affiliate cup champion team okay okay that was a lot. All right, that was a lot. So let's go back a couple things. Um, <clears throat> now, I, I think you said earlier, anybody can do this work. Anybody can do this, right? So um, is there different scales? Talk about the, di uh, I shouldn't say scales, different divisions and how that works. If say, if someone, you know, somebody's coming in brand new thinking, I'm not going to do this because I can't do muscle ups. I can't do all this other stuff. So talk to me, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, so in the beginning, CrossFit did not have a scaled option. I think it was about five, four years ago, five years ago, they came out with the scaled option, which really made it all inclusive. Now, we still encourage everybody to do the open because much like any CrossFit workout that we program, anybody can participate. Whether you're injured, you know, and you can't do anything with right shoulder, right leg, or you, you know, uh, just don't have the strength or skill set to do the workouts RX, you're still very capable of competing and participating in every single week's event. So this particular open has an RX division and a scaled division. So you would select whether you're going to do the RX version or the scaled version each week. And then that's the category of workout that you'll have. So an example of that would be chest of bar pull-ups and overhead squats. So the RX weight could be something a little bit too heavy for you to do. So you would do the scaled version. And then the pull-ups could be something that you don't have yet. So you could do a jumping pull-up, which is kind of a popular scale that they've done. Um, they don't really do banded because it's too hard. They, they want to make sure that across 300,000 people, they can say, hey, this is a scale that everyone can do. So jumping pull-ups translates a little bit better to that than banded pull-ups. Okay. No, that makes sense. So um, tell me a little bit about – so the format will be a little bit different on Friday classes, right? So the format will – you know, normally we come, we do a nice warm up and everybody works out together and then we do a cool down. I mean, that's generally what we yeah. do. Now that form, it's going to change a little bit on Fridays, right? Because I'm assuming they need judges and everything else. So talk, how yeah, will that so, change? Yeah. So we basically will find out Thursday night what the workout is. So usually in past it's been 7 PM 
And that's when CrossFit kind of does a, a live stream of the workout. They'll have kind of a head to head. And I think they, they are planning on doing that. I think they're going to be out of Brazil this particular I think they're week. doing, I think they're doing five separate announcements from like five, oh, separate five different gyms. places. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think Castro's involved in any of yeah. them, but I, yeah. So he, so, yeah. So, so they're going to announce it Thursday night. That's when we find out. And then Friday morning, that'll be the work Friday all day. That'll be the workout we program. So if, if, for example, let's just say it's a 10-minute AMRAP, so then right when you get to class, we will warm you up just like we always do. We'll have a warm-up laid out for everybody to participate. But what we need to do is get everybody through this workout, and we have to have everybody kind of judge and count for their, their peers. So if you've got a class with 15 people, you'd probably run two heats. Heat one, you'd have eight people go. And then heat two, you'd have the seven remaining people go. And then if you and I were in a class together, I could buddy up with you and say, all right, Chris, you count for me, I'll count for you. And we just kind of make sure that we get that done in that day. And then we'd go and submit our scores and make sure that we've submitted those scores immediately after class. And we'll be tracking the scores for, for the affiliate cup via team captains and their instructions. So you guys, whoever are participating, just make sure you know who your team captain is and make sure you communicate with them how they want you to track your scores. And then you need to make sure that that gets done by Monday night. So let's say you missed Friday, then no problem. You can come back on Monday. During class, we'll have a completely different workout programmed, but you can tell your coach, hey, I'm doing the open and I wanna make sure that I can get my, my workout in. So you would do that workout, but then you would be responsible for making sure that you get that a judge and have somebody count your reps so you have a score to submit for your captain. Now you said earlier, if you miss a work, if you miss for Friday for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you can always make it up. My, can they do the workout multiple times if they want to try to prove their score? Yeah. So for for the affiliate cup, no. Okay. It is your you get one shot. Okay. Now for the open, yes, you can do that as many times as you want. But for the affiliate cup, which we're doing at the gym, so we got about 100 people signed up, you you have to turn in your first score. Okay. You, yeah. Okay, so one score. All right, and then talk to me a little bit about this affiliate cup, how we've broken up. And I've seen some stuff on social media, and I know Ken is kind of in yeah. charge of this, but let's explain to everybody out there what this affiliate cup is, how we're being broken up into teams, and maybe the scoring. A little yeah, bit. so let's start first with the goal. Like at the end of the day, we want to make this fun. We want five weeks of harder workouts, more energy, camaraderie, community, all of the above. And so we want, we wanted to create something that utilizes, I mean, we've always made a big deal about the open, but we really wanted to make it very all inclusive. So everybody could have a chance and break it into teams to kind of make it even more fun. Cause it's kind of always been this individual event for you to compete through all these five workouts so the affiliate cup is really breaking the gym breaking the people that signed up into four different teams and then those four teams are now going to help contribute towards their team but the really cool part is you don't have to win anything to contribute just by doing the workout you contribute just by signing up you contribute um there will be a top five finish per RX and per scale that will then give their teams more. And we might come up with really fun ways along the way on how you can contribute teams to or points to your team. So there's about 23 to 25 people per, per team. And then every week, all scores submitted, captains will have total 
points per team and then there'll be a constant leaderboard that we can see at throughout the week by week to see where each team stands by the end of the five weeks which i believe is march 23rd is the last saturday we'll do a very big end of the open celebration slash competition event and what that means is we'll just take that last week's workout and we'll organize it on a saturday much like we would an in-house competition where you sign up for times and heats and we'll kind of everybody will participate it's not mandatory so you can still do the workout if you per, if you prefer outside of that time but that'll be something really fun we'll you know we'll have food it'll just kind of be a good way to wrap up the open and then going into that week it'll be interesting to see where the leaderboard stands because teams will probably be very close mm -hmm. we tried to kind of make the teams as close as possible um, so if you looked at the rosters that went out you know, we wanted to make sure that they were balanced teams. And, you know, I think the interesting thing and what it sounds like to me is no matter your skill level, the only way you hurt your team is if you don't do the workout, right? You're exactly right. Because I saw, that's one of the things that might be undervalued right now is it's not the person who has the first places. You know, everybody's going to produce points for their teams simply by participating. It's the teams that have people who don't participate who are going to be the ones that actually have the big you know you could have first place every week but if you got five people that didn't do it it offsets that first place yep yep i think that's great i think so to say that again if you're listening the only way you hurt your team is if you don't do the workout and the workout's going to be programmed every friday right? every friday so no, anybody who comes to class on friday will do the workout whether you signed up for the affiliate cup the open or not that's going to be the programmed workout on friday and then those of you that that are signed up for the affiliate cup who may know I've already gotten some, uh, some emails will be out of town like week three, week four, that's around spring break, which is normal. You have, you can still complete this workout on the following Monday at the gym, or if you're on the road, you can do the workout wherever you're at and just let us know what your score is. Excellent. Um, honor system i'm, I'm absolutely there's honor no system. videos or anything we, don't we talked about it but or... it, we're just going to do honor system you know and that's one of the things i think you know just speaks to the character of our gym we can trust you guys now this uh this format for the gym i'm talking specifically the gym this is a lot different than the format we did last year with friday night lights and everything else so explain to me a little bit about the thought process on that and how we're going which i think is awesome because it's something that nobody everybody's doing friday night lights right everybody's doing Every gym's doing that. This is something completely different that you got that we all kind of came up with the coaches meeting. So kind of explain that thought process for me. And, and, and yeah, man, that. you know, the uh, the interesting thing, and I think there's a lot of people who have been at the gym that we have, you know, who've been there through probably a lot of different things that we've done at the gym. Um, at first, when the Open came out, you know, I mean, it was new and CrossFit was a completely different place. I mean, we, you know, those first few years, I think we had people at regionals every single year. We put, took teams to regionals. Um, we tried a lot of different things. The Friday Night Lights was awesome for the time period that we did it. And I felt like it really got a lot of people into the sport of fitness and really kind of, I would say that every year the Open or the Friday Night Lights uh, specifically, I remember people saying, now I want to do a competition. So I really felt like it kind of led into the BCS Classic or any other event very well. What, what I saw happening and after we came back from the CrossFit Games and CrossFit taking this new direction was they're going to have another open in the fall. 
And so this year, particularly, we had to, whatever we whatever we decided to do, we were going to have to do that twice, you know. And and probably what a lot of people they maybe know, but they probably don't see entirely is the open would be a lot of manpower, you know. I mean, it's like running five consent because we wouldn't treat the Friday Night Lights event any different than a BCS Classic. Like anything that we're going to do, we're going to do it 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and so five consecutive weeks of, of essentially competitions uh, requires a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of energy. And that would have been having to do that not just five weeks, but 10 weeks this year. And so it really kind of got my wheels turning into, okay, how can we do this and, and it be something that we can reproduce and it can be something that includes everyone because what I noticed with the Friday night lights for as great as it was, it, it didn't include everyone. I mean, we had regularly the same people who would participate, but then a lot of people chose not to participate. And I get that. It's just like BCS classic. We have a lot of people participate and a lot of people don't participate, but how can we make this more all inclusive for everyone in looking at the looking at overall the, the shift that CrossFit was making away from really what I would call this regionals and um, kind of new direction for the games. I felt like this was a great opportunity to kind of change the way we handled the open at the gym, which was awesome that Ken Jackson kind of had this idea for an affiliate cup. And we talked about it in our coaches meeting. And I really like where this is going. And I, I feel like this is going to be a lot more all-inclusive. I feel like the 100 people who are signing up for the Affiliate Cup are all going to be very equally invested in the Open this year. Whereas in previous years, we probably had 100 people sign up. But I felt like a smaller percentage of those people were as invested in the Open as maybe the other people that were already signed up. I mean, we had a lot of people kind of fizzle out, you mm-hmm. know, yep, and you know, they, we had a hundred plus signups. <clears throat> and then when you compare that to how many people submitted scores all five weeks, it was less, you know, we had a hundred plus signups, but then you look at how many people p- participated in Friday night lights was a smaller percentage. So looking at overall participation, kind of in the same way that CrossFit says, Hey, the opens for everyone, we wanted to make an event that was for everyone that everybody could participate in. And we feel like doing the big event at the end of the open allows us to produce a better event, right? At the end of the open, we can do that again in the fall and it, it will not kind of, we'll say exhaust our resources and our staff and our time, but put it, put on one big event at the end of the open and then do the affiliate cup all throughout. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I think that's a good, I think that's a good paradigm shift because as, as we've seen, we've really seen Glassman and CrossFit this year go de-emphasize. I mean, that's probably not the best word, but de-emphasize the competitor side of this. I mean, they've, they've, that's their word they've used is de-emphasizing that, making this more all-inclusive, making it for the person uh, who's, who's just trying to prevent, um, who, who's just trying to stay out of the nursing home for as long as possible, right? So. Those changes are pretty big right now, and I know the sport of CrossFit, although CrossFit as a workout regimen is is very much the same and very much building everything else, the sport of CrossFit, which is not really the same as CrossFit that we're doing in the gym here, is is there's a lot of change going on. And, and man, they continue to put out more stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know um, if you've seen kind of even recently – there's been more stuff put out because, you know, one of the main p- 
people for uh, Rory, Rory yeah. got laid off. Yeah. And so, it, but I want to say that, you know, some of the stuff that I've been reading, I, I have to respect the direction that CrossFit's going, mm-hmm. right? Because I think they love the sport of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, and if you ask them, they have seen this thing grow organically. They even talked about all these competitions that have organically grassroots grown all over the world, mm-hmm. right? And that's mm-hmm. what they're choosing. They're choosing to partner with different events yep. and calling them sanctionals because they know that those people can do that better than they can. Mm-hmm. And they're doing the same with the media side, which is yep. kind of why all these layoffs, right? Yep. Which is super bummer for these guys. But, you know, they recognize that they can't produce the media for all these events internally as well as outside parties can and mm-hmm. and i think it's just knowing your sandbox right yeah. knowing you know crossfit who they are and what they're trying to accomplish and i think the crossfit games is kind of took on a life of its own and it was really good for crossfit and mm-hmm. i think they really recognize that hey this is this is going in a direction that might not necessarily be the direction that we want CrossFit, we'll call it health to go mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. but how can we work together? How can we make, cause the community loves the sport of CrossFit, mm-hmm. myself included. I mean, we were just at the games. Yep. I already plan to go back to the games this year. Yep. And so, but CrossFit health also recognizes that, okay, what is our goal? What are we trying to accomplish? And not to confuse the two. Cause like I said, we have, you know, we have in, in looking at college station CrossFit, and, and not to say that you were asking these questions, but I think it ties in nicely. We have a certain amount of staff, mm-hmm. a certain amount of time, a certain amount of resources. You know, Gus and I are putting a lot of effort and energy towards certain things. Is five, is 10 Friday night lights something that we want to put all this effort to? And so much like CrossFit was looking at regionals, media, you know, is it, do they want to put time, effort, and resources and energy towards something that maybe isn't necessary for them to do. And I, so again, I just respect the fact that they said, you know what, because let's be honest, we're talking about five Friday night lights that is way smaller than regionals media, which I've always loved CrossFit's media. And for them to say, Hey, we're going to pull back on producing this stuff to me, man, that's a lot harder decision than to yeah, say, hey, we're going to sure. pull back on Friday Night Lights. Yep. you know. But at the same time, they're saying we still want to make it fun and we still want to, or and I'm sorry, we still want to make it uh, accessible to people. You know, We are the ones that mm-hmm. still want to make the open fun and we still want to participate. So it's a very similar making those harder decisions, but also still allowing the, uh, the sport to grow, allowing the open for us to be a big deal. You see the tie between yep. the two? Yep. Sure. I hope that was, was no, making absolutely. sense. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, shifting gears a little bit away from the Open, I, I guess kind of put a cap on that. If, if you all still have any questions about the Open, especially the new people, uh, make sure make sure you reach out to myself, Charlie, any one of the coaches at the gym. Um, you should be doing the Open in some form or fashion. Plain and simple. And I'll, I'll do one last plug. Even though we didn't make anybody who's doing the Affiliate Cup sign up for the Open, I think it's still cool to do it. Um, it costs you $20. You submit your scores into a worldwide online qualifi- qualifier. And here's my suggestion, and you can give this to, in your, your words, um, 
why I like to do the open personally is, you know, I've got now data from all the previous years open. Some of these workouts repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was just looking this morning at my world or my uh, maybe United States placement from 2017 to 18. And this is again, just data, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little more emotionally attached to these numbers than you guys are, <laughs> but 2017, I was 689th in the United States, maybe for my age group, probably. Mm-hmm. And then last year I was like 3000th. I mean, it was wow. somewhere. And, and I know, you know, the deadlift workout. I mean, yeah. I even remember talking about that yeah. in the podcast, uh, got me on that 315, kind of took yeah. me out and then kind of, not that that's an excuse, but dropped my score significantly. But to me, it was like, okay, and I got all my previous years data, you know, and mm-hmm. especially even those early days when it was, you know, there was a lot less people doing the open, but my, mm-hmm. my placements were a lot higher. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool story, right? It's a cool de- It's a cool trend to, to watch. It's good to repeat workouts. Like we just did that bar muscle up snatch workout the other mm-hmm. day. I did 75 reps when we did the workout in 16. And then I did 72 the other day, not feeling like I was in as good a shape then, but mm-hmm. pretty close to what mm-hmm. I got that time feeling that back when I did that workout, I was in a lot better shape. So mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, it's oftentimes I'll tell people when it comes to like body composition, like you look at a, a the in-body scan, your body mm-hmm. fat percentage um, or any number, whether it's the scale, you can't help it, but you're so emotionally attached to that information, but just take it as data. Yep. You know, Absolutely. and I, and I love the open because it is data. It is just mm-hmm. giving me factual information as to where I was at prior t- years in certain workouts and where I am now. And so I like for 20 bucks, I can track that every year. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll two, two final notes on that. I, I noticed they're bringing back the custom leaderboards again this year. So that's really cool because now, and I, I'm not a big social media guy, but I know you can do hashtags and everything else. But that custom leaderboard is really cool because now, as I understand it, like you could take any group of people and measure yourself against them. So you could say, working moms who are nurses how many are there you know there this is how i stack up against them you know or or you know you know say in my case you know 41 year old uh, or i'm sorry 42 year old uh you know working in law enforcement or something like that you could take all that so that's a really neat feature to having this year and then the last thing i'll say about the open is something that that we just talked about earlier the thing i love about the open especially with new people into CrossFit that think they're going a hundred percent right now in the workouts, what, and I guarantee this will happen to at least one person, if not more, you will find that you haven't been going your 100%, that there's a level above 100%, right? That, that, that you never thought you were capable of. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a middle-aged mom of four or, you know, a teenager, you're going to find that out this year that there is there is there is another level over 100% that you just can't replicate in class, just at a regular class. Competition really just pulls out the best in us. You yeah. know, and I love the Open because it's the, for a lot of times, people don't ever experience CrossFit competition. Mm-hmm. So the Open, I mean, every Friday, it will feel like a competition. Like, there's going to be a little bit extra energy in the class. You mm-hmm. know, fr- Thursday night, you're going to be a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to feel like you're going to be doing a competition the next yep. day. Because you are. And so... And, and I'll add one more thing to this because I think this is very relevant. So in 2010, they programmed a workout with a ring muscle up, right? Mm-hmm. And that was like, really, man, that's like, or no, I'm sorry, 2011. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It was the overhead squat. Yep, burpees. Burpee over the bar. Yep, yeah, yeah. It was 60, 30, 10. 60 
burpees over the bar, mm-hmm. 30 overhead squats at 120, and then 10 ring muscle-ups. I remember that year, and I got two ring muscle-ups, and yeah. it was like so hard. Yeah. I mean, it was nearly impossible. Now, if you know, when I've repeated that workout, it's so cool. Yeah. You know, more of, of just like a feeling of accomplishment to be able to do that workout and get a lot more, yeah, you know, yeah, not a yeah, ton, yeah, but still, still a lot. get through it. Yeah. yeah. And, and just the, uh, every year seeing people who have never gotten either a pull up, you know, in the scale division, they get mm-hmm. a pull their first pull up because typically pull ups, they'll have jumping pull ups in one workout yep. and then pull ups for scaled in another yeah, and people get their first pull up, yep. you know, or people do get their first bar muscle up or ring muscle up or anything, uh, you know, a snatch PR, you know, and, and that is always the cool, the competition just pulls the best out of us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that about the open is it makes you maybe for the first time want to get handstand pushups or want to get something because now you want to be able to do it for the workout. Yep. Absolutely. Um, good. Last five minutes. I, this really wasn't on, on our agenda, but I want to talk about it. Cause I think there's, I've heard a lot of questions about the gym. Um, BCS classic. A little bit of change with BCS Classic coming up now, right? Cellucor, it's out there now. They're moving, so they might not be around. Um, any thoughts on that? Or I know we're, we're way out from that. Yeah, but how, yeah, yeah. What are we no, looking, you know, are we looking for that? I think that, you know, the the move is great for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's, You know, it's a, it's a bummer for everybody sure. in town because sure. it's so cool to have them right here. And one of the cool things that, that they're going to continue to do is support all of the local uh, charities and events and things that they've been doing, you know, obviously, you know, BCS Classic will continue to move to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, the The only thing that it's going to change primarily is location, right? And so, kind of, I even said this in the staff meeting. This just gives us a great opportunity to find an even better venue to do the event at. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple places that I'm looking at. One specifically is the equine center, which is yep. not far yep. from Nutribolt. Um, and I've looked at that in the past because, you know, when it, you know, there's been <laughs> maybe not to everybody's knowledge, but there's been times BCS classic where we thought we we're going to get rained out, yep. you know, and, uh, and we were looking for backup plans. And so equine center is definitely one of those. We already moved the date to September yep. 7th. So we kind of took, we, we moved it from October to September. That way we wouldn't compete with the open. Um, but we're just looking at different venues right now. We're trying to nail that down as soon as possible. But as far as Nutribolt's participation, it won't change at all. A lot of people don't know this either, but Nutribolt's had their whole marketing department and office in Austin with, with 60 plus employees for the last few years. So most of the people who would help with BCS Classic would be from that office, right? A lot of their marketing and um promotional team event Mm -hmm. teams were coming in from austin to help with the event so their participation will still be what Mm -hmm. it has been in the past um but we're just got to find what's a better place to do the event right final thing on bcs classic and then we'll wrap it up i don't don't even know if you saw this but have you there's there's a recent article i think crossfit.com's mentioned it and it, it talks about taking all these competitions now and I don't know, affiliating them or something um, to where your actual CrossFit comp- not you're not a sanctional, but it's another, you apply through the, th- through CrossFit headquarters to be able to use the name CrossFit in the competition or to be like a designated sanction is not a word, but a designated CrossFit 
competition. You know what I'm talking about? Man, I'm not that? sure. I've seen that, but I'm definitely going to look yeah. into I'm it. I'm going to send it to you after after this. And so you, you know take where a look I think it. probably what they're doing, and it's, it's again, just CrossFit is constantly ahead. One of the things I read recently was – you know, because there are a lot of people who don't like the change, right? They didn't mm-hmm. like the removal. Nobody likes regional. change. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> but you know, they reference, and I thought this was brilliant. They referenced back in 2010 to 11 when they removed sectionals to go to the open format, and they talked about that was because they're trying to keep in mind the best interest of everyone, sure. right? When they say everyone is people who participate, affiliate owners, mm-hmm. um, athletes, everybody included, and I felt like they're doing the same thing. They're kind of, you know, they're kind of one step ahead of everyone mm-hmm. and, and they're thinking through things that we're not thinking about and we need them in that role, yep. right? As the, you know, they, technically they are the head of CrossFit, right? So they need to be one step ahead. And so as far as what they're doing here, you, you, you have to admire that because they want as much as they can't control every event that's going on globally, right Mm -hmm. now they can control a few Mm -hmm. right with maybe the programming it's kind of what they're doing with the affiliates Mm -hmm. to be a crossfit affiliate there's a process right Mm -hmm. they have their rules the things that they probably want to make sure are consistent across the globe and now there's fifteen thousand of those Mm -hmm. and i have to admire that they're taking that step for competitions because you and i both know man there's some people that they probably don't need to be running competitions. Exactly. And exactly. not to say that anything more than factually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think CrossFit recognizes that and they want to have their stamp of approval on yep. specific events because let's, let's just say again, the san- sanctionals are a CrossFit, uh, I don't know how they've coined it, but it's a, they're CrossFit approved or, yeah. you know, they're sanctioned. They're I mean, sanctioned. they're That's sanctioned right. events. Yeah. And imagine now if you have, let's say a BCS classic licensed or CrossFit, you know, approved yep. event and just the credibility that comes with that. It's much like you've got, you know, whatever fitness studio down the street that is calling their event or calling their workout cross or whatever cross training mm-hmm. you know but it's functional not, fitness correct but it's not a crossfit approved facility mm-hmm. and you can trust that when you go to a crossfit approved facility they've at least gone through the proper uh, steps to become an affiliate a licensed affiliate <laughs> good good i think that's a good place to end it charlie thanks chris Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.